There were two more murders 15 miles away. Arrived, they found the telephone we have a electricity line weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. murder. Cannibalism is a gruesome act. Most people would never imagine the desire to consume a human being. But on June 11th, 1981, a man who had been dreaming of cannibalizing a woman finally got his disgusting wish. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Issei Sagawa first experienced his desire for cannibalism when he was in first grade after seeing a man's thigh. After that moment, he experienced the intense desire to consume a woman. His desires only grew. At 23, while still living in Tokyo, Sagawa followed a German woman home and broke into her apartment with the intention of tearing a small part of her flesh away and leaving. But she woke up when he broke in, pushed him to the ground, and he got away. The police caught the man, but he kept his true intention private and was only charged with the attempted rape. When he was 27 years old, he moved to France to pursue a PhD in literature at the Sorbonne. He said that, while living in Paris, he would bring home a prostitute every night and attempt to shoot them so he could consume them. But, every time he would have the opportunity, he couldn't pull the trigger. All of this led up to June 11th when he would finally commit the crime he had been working up to since he was a child. Sagawa, who was 32 at the time, invited his fellow Sorbonne classmate Renee Hartfelt to dinner at his apartment. He told her he would help to translate a piece of poetry for a school assignment, but his murderous plan had been set in motion. His plan was to kill and eat her in order to absorb her health and beauty, characteristics he believed he was lacking because he was born premature with an intestinal disease. He considered himself weak, ugly, and small and needed to absorb her energy. She arrived to his apartment and began to read poetry at the desk with her back to him. He shot her in the neck with a rifle and promptly fainted due to shock. When he awoke, he had sex with her corpse and tried to bite into her flesh directly, but found that he could not. He purchased a butcher knife and for two days ate various parts of her body and saved others in his refrigerator. He also took photos of her body after each eating stage. He then packed her body into two suitcases and attempted to dispose of her body in a lake, but was caught in the act and arrested by French police. Sagawa's father, a very wealthy man, hired him an excellent lawyer. And, after only being held for two days while awaiting trial, he was found legally insane and unfit to stand trial by the French judge. He was placed in an institution where an author visited him and helped him to publish an account of his kill that shot him into macabre celebrity. The authorities, due to his newfound fame, decided to deport him back to Japan. Unfortunately, Japanese psychologists found him sane, but the French court documents were sealed and not released to Japanese authorities. Therefore, he could not be legally detained in Japan and was released and remains free. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on June 12th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and share it with your friends and let me know what you think. And remember, stay safe.
This has been My Morning Cup of Murder. My Morning Cup of Murder is a daily podcast that talks about something that has happened in the true crime world on this day in history. Thank you for listening.